It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday, the 23rd of August. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Sonal Patel. Trump aims to block the FBI from reviewing documents that they found during a search of his home. I highly doubt that the judge is going to grant him this. For the third time in a row, Ryla Odinga has challenged the result of Kenya's presidential elections. Our view in Azimio is clear. The figures announced by Mr. Chibukati are null and void. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in the United States, where lawyers of former President Donald Trump have asked a federal judge to stop the FBI from reviewing documents recovered during a search of his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida two weeks ago. The lawyers are seeking to prevent them from continuing to look into the material seized from Trump's estate until a special court official can be appointed to review the documents concerned. Conan Nolan, political correspondent for NBC, told Times Radio that he doubts a judge will agree to the request. I highly doubt that the judge is going to grant him this, in part because the raid was two weeks ago, and this is the first time Donald Trump's attorneys have been involved at all in trying to get this assessed legally. So the judge might say, listen, it's been two weeks, and this is the first time we've heard from you. I don't really think this is as vital an interest to your party as you claim it is. Eleven sets of classified files were taken, according to the FBI. Mr. Trump is being investigated for potentially mishandling documents, something the former president has previously joked that he's no stranger to. A friend of mine recently said that I was the most persecuted person in the history of our country. And then I thought about it, because I didn't have time to think much, because I'm always being persecuted. (laughs) And I felt, you know, he may very well be right. What a terrible thing. Folded in West Palm Beach, the court motion filed by Trump's team demanded that the U.S. Justice Department provide him with a more detailed property receipt outlining the items that the FBI seized. His request was then assigned to a judge whom Trump himself had appointed to the bench. The Justice Department now has until noon on Thursday to provide the judge with a redacted copy of the document, a document he could potentially release to the public. The latest on the ongoing controversy over the recent Kenyan elections now, and opposition leader Raila Odinga has filed a challenge to this month's presidential elections in the Supreme Court. 
Last week, the Election Commission declared Deputy President William Ruto had won the election by slim margin, with the dinger close behind. In the absence of a credible and verifiable explanation... But four out of seven commissioners disowned the count, saying it wasn't transparent enough. Our view in Azimio is clear. The figures announced by Mr Chibukati are null and void. Odinga says the results are a travesty and says he'll settle the dispute in court. He told his supporters, though, to remain calm. This is Odinga's fifth stab at the presidency, blaming previous losses on rigging. Back in 2017, dozens of people died in fighting because of the election disputes. The Supreme Court overturned that result. The prices of uh, essential commodities have skyrocketed. This time, though, Odinga is backed by the political establishment, including former president Uhuru Kenyatta, who fell out with Rutu after last election. At stake is control of East Africa's wealthiest and most stable nation. Kenya also provides peacekeepers for neighbouring Somalia and frequently hosts peace talks in what is a turbulent region. The constitution requires the nation's highest court to issue its decision within 14 days of the lawsuit being filed. On the way, we look ahead to the US Open. Also, all in a day's work, the Uber driver saving lives. To Iran now. We're over a year of little progress and stop-and-start negotiations. There may be some hope for the talks this week on a nuclear deal. Iran had submitted what the European Union called a reasonable response to its latest proposal to restore the 2015 Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action. The ball is now in the U.S.'s court which has confirmed it's reviewing the text. Lee Hansen, international sanctions and export compliance trade partner with the law firm Lee Smith, caught Times Radio listeners up on where we are now. There have been rumors, I think, of you know fits and starts of the deal coming back, but it seems that at least this time, this go-around, um, there has been more, um, I guess, leakage of what a- an actual deal might look like. There have been discussions between the EU and Iran, and I think the EU and the United States to try to get closer to a deal. So it it seems like we're closer now than ever. Hansen explains what might need to be included to push the deal through. Iran has also wanted to have some um, guarantees that the the length of the agreement would remain um, for at least, you know, the the length of the Biden administration. Because as many of you know your listeners might know, this isn't really a treaty. This is a political agreement, and the United States doesn't really have the ability to bind future administrations. And so I think Iran is looking for um, more guarantees that this will at least last, you know, longer than the whims of the next administration. Diplomats may meet in Vienna this week to discuss the next steps. However, the high representative of the European Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy has said that the U.S. hadn't yet submitted its answer to the Iranian positions, which were received by Brussels on the 15th of August. On Sunday, U.S. President Joe Biden spoke with the main European countries involved in the nuclear talks, Germany, France, and the U.K., about the latest attempt to salvage the 2015 accord. Floods and landslide triggered by intense monsoon rains have killed dozens in northern and eastern India. The rains have overwhelmed hundreds of villages, sweeping away houses, destroying bridges and leaving thousands stranded as rescue teams struggle to evacuate survivors. And weather experts warn... 
there's yet more to come. Chan Mori has been forced from his home. He says people are worried about what they'll do and where they'll stay. As helicopters fly overhead, the scale of the floods is clear. Whole villages are submerged in mud and water. Disasters caused by landslides and floods are common in India. But scientists say they're becoming more frequent and devastating as global warming contributes to the melting of the glaciers. Meanwhile, in the United States, flash floods and record-breaking rainfall has been causing massive problems in Dallas, Texas. Some areas recorded 10 to 15 inches of rain in one night. The National Weather Service is warning other areas, too, of life-threatening flash floods. In Dallas, one woman died when her car was washed away. Some highways have turned into rivers with cars submerged. Stephanie Carroll had a lucky escape. I thought I was going to die. She was rescued by a local weather team covering the story. Right then I was just panicking because I just wanted to get get out of my car and get out of the water. I wanted to get my car out of the water, but it's clearly gone. In the space of two months, the US has faced heat waves and drought, fueling devastating fires. And now flash floods threaten yet more destruction. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Looking ahead to the US Open, here's John Jackson. World number two tennis player Alexander Zverev has withdrawn from the US Open as he continues his recovery following ankle surgery. The German underwent the surgery in June after damaging ligaments in his right ankle during this year's French Open semi-final against Spain's Rafa Nadal. Zverev said earlier he expected to be back from the injury to play for Germany in the Davis Cup in September, but added there was a chance he could return earlier and feature at Flushing Meadows, where he reached the final in 2020. This year's final Grand Slam gets underway next Monday, with Russian Daniel Medvedev set to be the top seed in the men's draw, while Poland's Iga Swiatek will be favourite for the women's title. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Actor Gary Busey was charged with sexual offenses on Friday after his appearance at a New Jersey fan convention. The Buddy Holly Story star was removed from the annual Monster Mania convention at the Doubletree Hotel on August 12th to 14th in Cherry Hill, a suburb of Philadelphia. Busey was charged with two counts of fourth-degree criminal sexual contact, one count of attempted criminal sexual contact, and one count of harassment, according to Cherry Hill Police. Lieutenant Robert Schooneman stated that they received multiple complaints about Busey's conduct at the convention. Busey has yet to comment on the charges. And finally, unless you're a doctor or a firefighter, saving lives isn't really something we do during a day's work. Unless you're Sam Fritz, of course. The Uber driver from New York was taking a passenger to LaGuardia Airport when he noticed a commotion on a Brooklyn street. When he looked, he saw flames and dark smoke billowing out of a second-floor window of a brownstone. Did he carry on driving? Not at all. Sam asked the passenger if he could pull over to try to help, then began screaming for people to leave the building along with the other bystanders. But he didn't stop there. Upon hearing that there may still be people in the building, he ran inside, finding one man who said he had to retrieve something from another floor, and then a woman who was hesitant about leaving the building. Sam convinced the woman to leave, saving her life. He then went back into the building to get others out before firefighters and police arrived, proving not all heroes wear capes. Some even drive cabs. 
And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday, the 23rd of August. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.